These words sound familiar. Proclaim liberty throughout all the land. Those words were from the law of the land of Israel during the time of Moses. And they are the same words that are cast into the Liberty Bell preserved in Philadelphia's Independence Hall. Let's get into it. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, where we share the gospel of Jesus Christ through the art form of audio drama. Yes, and that includes sound effects. I'm Timothy Gregory, bringing to you the classic story of a man who fought for true liberty and peace amongst terrorists and guerrillas. We'll get into that and more on today's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. Also, you want to stick around because later we're going to announce the person who'll be receiving the prize for our latest sweepstakes drawing. And stay tuned for the chance to enter our next sweepstakes drawing for your chance to win. But first, let's get to it, folks. Here's the story we're calling the Independence Day Classic. I hear it again, David. Yes, Brother Mark. Another helicopter. It's coming this way. The search must still be going on. Must be. Villagers said government soldiers stopped there this morning. They were in trucks. Uh, they're still searching for that same band of guerrillas? I believe so. Think they'll find them? The officer in command is very determined. The trucks were left in the village under guard and the soldiers moved into the forest on foot led by a captain that means business. Which I'm sure everyone in the village is well aware of. It's moving away now. Yeah, trying to spot guerrillas and guide the soldiers. The people in the village are hoping no one will be seen. Mm, me too. Are you sympathetic to the guerrillas? No, no, David. In a situation like this, a missionary has no politics. But if the guerrillas, the terrorists, are seen, they'll be shooting and men will die on both sides. And we are men of peace. I hope so. It's been years since there's been peace here. He seems to get further off every day. Where do you think the firing's at? I'd say a bit west of the village, Brother Mark, maybe by the river. Far enough. I wish it was farther. This mission station should be an island of peace and a nation at war. Proclaim liberty throughout the land. For the United States, the date of the proclamation was July 4th, 1776. Other nations, other dates. For some, there have been many such dates, governments rising and falling, each new one proclaiming a liberty that later proved disappointing. Which leads to the question, what is true liberty? Is it to be found? How can it be? We'll consider some possible answers as we bring you this classic episode written especially for the occasion of Independence Day and Unshackled a word that means liberty. Our story could happen anywhere. There's conflict on almost every continent in the world. Asia, Africa, the Middle East, Europe. All conflicts have one thing in common. Every faction claims to be struggling for liberty, prosperity, and peace. They can't all be wrong, or can they? That question crossed the mind of missionary Mark Patterson as he and his assistant, the National, listened to the sounds of conflict. 
Perhaps it's the end of it? This district has been fairly peaceful until now. Should I go to the village and ask what happened? No, David. Better stay here. Curiosity killed a cat. Whose cat? It's just a same... Uh, never mind. From the movement of the sounds, I think the soldiers drove the guerrillas off. I wonder if they cut the guerrillas off at the river. Possibly, but one man's gun sounds very much like another's. I think we'll be stuck inside all day. It's okay. We have so much work to do with the new school opening in a few weeks. You still think it will? As far as I can help it. Which today means starting on the 15 desks we need. And will the books come? Eventually. I just hope the two teachers who've promised to come won't change their minds. Yes, we will need them, brother. <laughs> that we will. Well, back to work. I'm hoping we can make three desks a day. One finished, two to go. It looks very professional. <laughs> Not really. Notice, though, that we did manage to get all the legs the same length. The desks rest solidly on the floor without any rocking. Listen. I don't hear anything. Some kind of vehicle, a small truck, I think. Now I hear it. it seems to be coming this way. Maybe someone's delivering the books? Uh, it's too early for those. We'd, uh, we'd better go outside to meet whoever it is. I hope it's not soldiers. Me too. Just as I feared, a military vehicle. And that must be the captain who means business. Good morning. Uh, you must be the captain? And you must be the pastor. Would you care to come in? Not necessarily. Are you two here alone? Yes, just the two of us. This is David, my assistant. We know about David. He is not a problem. You sure there was no one else? Who would there be? A fugitive. Maybe one from a small group of terrorists we cornered earlier this morning. Ah, uh, yes, we heard the shooting earlier. With operations today as successful as mine, this country will soon be brought to peace. Brought to peace, eh? And prosperity for all. With freedom. No one can argue with such goals. No one but the terrorists. If they had their way, this would be a slave nation. Well, as far as seeing a fugitive... He escaped when we trapped the others. He may be wounded and hiding along the river. But I thought he may try to reach this place, hoping for help. Well, help is not an easy thing to refuse, Captain. I know. Help if you must. But in the event the man turns up, send David here to inform me. We're staying in the village overnight. Well, what is it they say in your country? Oh, yes. Have a good day. Good day yourself, Captain. Uh, hand me the screwdriver, David. Here it is. Yeah, I think, I think we're getting the hang of this job. <laughs> we may just manage to turn out four desks a day. Who's there? Don't move. Whoa, what are you doing? Please, please, don't point that at us. Is it just the two of you here? Uh, all our visitors ask the same question. Yes, we're alone. Oh, your visitors? Someone else has been here. An army captain looking for a fugitive. You are that fugitive, I take it? This captain, did he say if he's coming back? He didn't say. He did say, though, that you might be wounded, and judging by the blood on your sleeve, I'd say he was right. It's nothing. Mind if I look at it? Are you a doctor? No, I'm a missionary. But as an army medic in Vietnam, I treated a lot of wounds. Then you can look at it. It'll work best if you put the gun down. All right. 
Do not do anything stupid. Of course not. David. Yes, Brother Mark. Lean the gun against the wall in the corner. Carefully. It's all right. Safety's on. Good. Oh, and David. Yes? Bring warm water, the green soap, and the first aid kit. Right away. Scissors, too! Yes, Brother Mark. Now, let's look at this arm. The captain tells me he had a successful day. It's true. A few more operations like today's and the cause of peace would be seriously damaged. Peace? Yes, peace, freedom, and prosperity for our people. You know, this may seem strange, but the captain named those very things as the objectives of the government. He lies, of course. If you want to hear the truth, listen to our leaders. Here are the things you ask for. Alcohol, too, I hope? Uh, yes, sir, right here. Good. Thank you, David. Now, let's see what can be done about the hole in this arm. Do you have to do such a thorough job? Depends on the risk of infection you'd like. All right, all right. Go ahead. But you're making me wonder if you hate our revolutionary party. As a missionary, I don't take political sides. That's not possible. Why not? My work is to tell people about Jesus. Very good. And didn't this Jesus teach that we should all be concerned about the poor? Certainly. Then you should be on our side. Why? Because we stand for the good of the people. Jesus would be on our side. Are you very sure there are two sides? Are you sure one side is all good and the other all bad? Now you're just trying to confuse me. First you run a cloth soaked with alcohol through my wound. Then you ask crazy questions. I promise I won't hurt your arm anymore. As soon as I've finished bandaging it, you can be on your way. So the soldiers can see and kill me? What? Were you planning on staying here? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll leave as soon as it's dark. Are you sure you... And you have no choice in the matter. A Fugitive Revolutionary Finding fragile sanctuary in a mission station and hunted by a determined captain. We'll find out what happened in a moment. I want to share a bit about how our ministry is able to bring hope to people all over the world. Unshackled is now in its 71st year of spreading the good news through powerful stories about real people. Our success is a result of God's blessing and the involvement of, well, supporters like you. When you contribute to Unshackled, it has a direct impact. Your support allows us to hire quality writers, talented actors, as you can hear, a skilled production team, and a devoted staff. Through your support, we're able to share Unshackled worldwide. So, in order to continue the work of spreading the gospel and allowing us to offer this program for free, won't you consider making a donation to Unshackled? It's really quite easy. All you need to do is click on the live link, if there's one where you're listening, or visit our podcast website at unshackledpodcast.org. That's unshackledpodcast.org. Dot org, and then click the donate button. Or you can always write a check, unshackled, we take checks. You mail that check to 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. We thank you for your partnership in our ministry. And now, back to the Independence Day Classic. If we're going to have you as our guest for the rest of the day, you might as well tell me your name. Another trap? 
My name is my own business, not yours. Fine. Then I'll name you myself. What? I think I'll call you Levi. Why Levi? Because it means adhesive. After all, you insist on sticking around. Are you finished with my arm? Yeah, that should do. Now we can finish talking politics. I've wrapped that up too, young man. But I'm curious what you mean when you say there are not really two different sides. One good and one bad. If our revolution succeeds and establishes freedom and prosperity, the whole world will know it is good. That is a large if. Why? Long ago, an American president said, let us remember that revolutions do not always establish freedoms. That is reactionary thinking. Is it? How many times has this country of yours known revolution? Five, maybe six times. I don't remember. What did any of those accomplish if you're here believing another one is needed? This time, it'll be different. As our new Levi sounded so confident in his conviction, I couldn't help but wonder how many like him had such hopes dashed. That's because you don't know why it didn't work before. Then tell me. It didn't work before because the men who led the revolution put themselves in power. And power corrupts. So it has worked out. And after the power comes special privileges. And then money. But by that time the leaders have forgotten what it was the revolution was supposed to win. But this time you say it'll be different? I hope it will be different. Then let me tell you why it's likely to be very much the same as with all the other revolutions. I'd like to hear what you think. Listen to me, Levi. The men who lead the revolution are sinners. If you think they're sinners, you should see the ones in government. Exactly. And that's just what the Bible tells us. That the leaders of both sides are bad? Oh, more than that. Let me tell you what we read in the Psalms. The Lord looked down from heaven upon then children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. They are all gone aside. They are all altogether become filthy. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. None? No, not one. I hear you. But if this is true, then we have no hope of anything better than what we have now. No hope? Well, there certainly is hope. Hope of what? Hope of a new life. I don't understand. That sounds like a politician's promise. Oh, it's the promise of God. It's the most revolutionary thing that's ever happened in all of history. It's God's way of accomplishing what human effort can never do. And what is that way? Jesus Christ, who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You turn every subject around until it points to this Jesus of yours. <laughs> that's right. And if you receive him as your Lord and Savior, you'd understand why. You're a very persistent man, Mr. Missionary. I'm beginning to think you have some hope of persuading me to become a Christian. Of course I do. It's the work the Lord has given me to do. Wait. You've been saying the cause for which I fight? The cause that cost me this hole in my arm is certain to fail because it's led by sinful men? Yes, that is true. But you suggest that if I were to become a Christian, I would be a changed man? Yes. Well, I'm an educated man. So let's take a little look at history. And what do you find in history? Crusades. That's a good one. Tell me about the Crusades. The stated purpose may have been a noble one, to retake the Holy Land, though I have serious doubts. Believe me, I share those doubts. 
Christianity cannot be propagated by the sword. No more can morality or honest government. About the Crusades, great loss of life, including hordes of innocent children, corruption and scheming and deceit among the leaders, and always plunder. What sort of Christianity is that? I ask myself the same. But I've always heard people speak of the Crusades as a great and holy event in history, and all done in the name of Jesus. I'm afraid a lot of things have been claimed in the great name of Jesus, but that doesn't make them what they are not. I do not follow. I simply don't believe Jesus would have led or approved the Crusades when he wasn't interested in leading a rebellion in Jerusalem against Roman rule. He saw there was a purpose for his life that was much deeper and more powerful. He resisted the temptations of Satan at the beginning of his ministry, and even at the end, he showed no desire to be a leader of rebellion. I have never heard things explained this way. Tell me, who do you see as a Christian? A Christian is one who recognizes being a sinner, separated from a holy God by sin, helpless to earn or win forgiveness, and helpless to become free of sin by his own efforts, and so in need of the Savior. Does, does that describe you? Sinner? Certainly. Unable to change myself? Yes. I cannot even give up something my religion forbids. Gambling. Like I said, not by your own efforts. But Jesus can help you do that. Yes, about this Savior. I'm not sure. What makes him a Savior? One verse of the Bible tells it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that's Jesus, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God so loved you, Levi, or whatever your real name is. Uh, you make it all sound very personal. It is. No one, and no institution, can receive Christ for you. This is a thing between you and the Lord. But you have this promise. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. We didn't get many desks made that afternoon, as I explained more of the gospel to Levi. But then the Holy Spirit moved, and Levi had ears to hear. When he decided to believe in the Lord as his Savior, I told him he'd now be called Matthew, a gift of God. That was the disciple who stuck like glue. So I thought it might be a comparable conversion. But lest we forget, there was still a war raging. Soldiers, they're coming, my brother. Matthew's praying in the little chapel room. Oh, should I warn him? No, there's no time. Ah, Captain, and at such a late hour. We're still looking for the fugitive. You've seen him? There are no terrorists here. We are all Christians. There is more than just the two of you? Yes. I worked on applied first aid on the man you thought you wounded. He came here not long after you left this morning. Uh, he gave me his weapon to keep and to give to you in the event you returned. It's over there in the corner. So he's unarmed and helpless. <laughs> what a fool! Captain, the man who came in here is dead. Then his wound was a bad one. No, no let me explain. The explanation is here in the Word of God. I do not understand this nonsense. Then listen. 
Romans 6, 6. Our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin, for he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. That is too much religious talk. Tell me, where is he? I will show you. Come this way, please. The chapel door is open. Look inside. That is him. The man, the terrorist. What terrorist? Do you know what he's doing? Praying I won't find him. No. No, he said he would pray that you might receive Jesus Christ as he has. That you might become brothers in the Lord and have eternal life. I do not understand. This morning he would have killed me without a thought. Told you. He's a new man in Christ. Remarkable. I'm beginning to believe it. What will you do? Nothing. I have no quarrel with you or with those under your roof. Good night. The liberty men try to find in human institutions through human effort will be less than perfect. However, if Jesus, the Son, therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Listening friend, if you long for that freedom, that peace that passes all understanding, please reach out to us at Pacific Garden Mission, 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. Now, we love hearing from our listeners here on the Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast, so send us your questions and we'll answer them here. It can be something you're curious about or just something you want to share with us. All you have to do is write us at podcast at unshackled.org or call and leave us a message at 312-281-1264. We'd love to hear from you. Now, before we get to our sweepstakes drawing info, I just want to remind you to subscribe or like our Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. You can even share it or tell a friend. We'd also love for you to review or rate our podcast, and don't forget to check out our other podcasts on this same platform, Unshackled Daily Devotionals and Unshackled in Person. We appreciate your input and involvement in our ministry. And again, please consider supporting us so we can freely offer quality Christian programming to the world. And now the part I always look forward to, we get to announce the winner of the prize for our sweepstakes drawing. And just as a reminder, this prize is a beautiful wooden scripture plaque citing John 129, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. And the winner is, drumroll please. The winner is, folks, Robert Thomas. Robert, thank you so much for listening. We pray that this scripture plaque would be an encouragement to you and um, a reminder of the majesty of our God and the love he has for you. Also, a big thank you to everyone else who entered. If you haven't already walked away with one of our prizes and you'd like another go at it, or if you just haven't had a chance to enter, be sure to tune in next week as we start yet another sweepstakes drawing. You never know. Just might be your chance to win. And next time... Now everyone who believes and confesses Christ as Lord will be saved. But you have to pray that prayer by confessing your sins and asking the Lord to save you. 
Have you made that decision? Um, I want to go to heaven, but I haven't said that prayer in particular. Would you like to? Yeah. Darren said the sinner's prayer when he was 10 at church camp and went on to party throughout his life. I've always been jealous. You can hold your liquor so much better than me. This night's still young. That is until God went to great lengths to get his attention. I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior when I was 10. And you still think it's held after all these years? Well, you can't lose your salvation. Even if you're not a practicing Christian? Um, well, I don't know. This whole time, was I saved? Don't miss the radical true story of Darren Quigley, coming soon on Unshackled. Heard in this Independence Day classic were Tom Geich, Demetrius Troy, Brian Plaharchik, and Howard Friedland. Original music, Don Badorf. Sound effects, Demetrius Troy. Sound assistant, Martin Robinson. Recording engineer, David Pierczynski. Audio engineer, Michael Kahn. Script, Jack O'Dell and Kylie Hammond. That's it for this week's Unshackled Audio Drama Podcast. So until next time, unless our Lord returns before then, I'm Timothy Gregory, your brother in Christ. <laughs>